Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of Selena's Underground Podcast. Your weekly look at everything Selena's, dude. All that shit, like a bird's eye view. Um, this week, this is pretty cool, man. We, we've we been talking about adding um, podcasts to the network. Again, for those that aren't familiar, Selena's Underground is recorded by Salad Bites Media, which is um, a kind of company that, that I created to make more shows and um, yeah, we do the movie Electron Bono Movie Power Hour, which is hilarious to me because I'm on it. <laughs> it's funny. I don't know how that, what other people think, but again, yeah, Electron Bono Movie Power Hour. Again, also available on Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, I do a soccer one called Football Without Hesitation, all about San Jose earthquakes and Major League Soccer. I don't know how how popular that is, but I love it. Um, and of course, we do this one, and the newest one that we're working on. Well, I mean, there's several others, but the I have the two hosts of one that we're working on that we actually did the pilot yesterday. Okay. And yes. um, so, yeah, anyway. Yeah. What's up, y'all? <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Hola, yeah. hola. They have a Sam and, and Jackie or Frenchie, right? Yeah. A.K.A. La Frenchie. That's a. Yeah, I, I would go by that because that's <laughs> a way that's that's the coolest. The only other time I've heard it was in Greece. And does it, you know. It kind of, well, it's because my first name is actually Francisca. Oh. So, and then oh, I worked, yeah. yeah. So I worked with another girl, Jackie, and they kind of wanted us to tell us apart. So I'm like, well, just call me Frenchie. Fuck yeah. So. <laughs> that's a cool story. So I didn't know you gave yourself your nickname. Yeah. Actually, that's true. Dope. Never mind. Not cool. No, not cool anymore. Yeah. Not cool. <laughs> oh, you can't man. do that. You can't do that. That's like the, the like golden rule of nicknames is you can't do it yourself. Well, I mean, it was like, that. T-bone. Or- yeah. <laughs> It was that or Frankie, and I like Frenchies. Oh, yeah. yeah I would so. rather, yeah, Frankie. And it's, That's still sexually ambiguous, And it's right? still, it's Frenchie with the Y, not I-E-F-Y. You can do Frenchie I-I. That's a lot of <laughs> letters. Just like this. It's Frenchie with three I's at the end. <laughs> I don't have any good nick, but well, my name's Samantha, and like obviously the easy nicknames for that is like Sam or Sammy or you know something like that. And a lot of people do call me Sam, but mm-hmm. like there are no other nicknames that anyone has ever given me that I want to share on the air. Like shout out my compa Wicho who had nicknamed me a couple things like, back the in the air. day. Damn, this show's on the internet. But you don't want to say like, that's just crazy. Nah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to put it out there just yet. Like Head Smasher. That might be something I say for all our podcasts. <laughs> That's a really good one. AKA <laughs> hey, La Head Smashing. Hey, I like that though. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> Uh, we got to work on that one. I don't know if that's the one I want to do. It should have continued. Yeah. We're going to use this whiteboard here. And yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, you so you're working on a show that, I mean, it, it's titled what? Uh, and then that's settled we've got it we got the social mm-hmm. media yes. that's what it's that's what we're follow going us for. on ig831 underscore comadres yes follow us yeah it's already been a good couple of weeks man. It has. Well, i don't know when you started when actually it just, that long? it's been it was a, a week on thursday yeah that we did it that I, we set it up. Yeah, that we yeah. created. The we were actually media at account. the bearded being like, let's do this right now. Yes. <laughs> Over a beer. Over a beer. At the bearded bean. We got that. Beer at the bearded bean. That's so tongue tied right there. <laughs> but yeah, we did that. And for a good week, we're, we've been pretty good. It's been yeah. pretty, it looks good. Shout out to do- all our supporters. We broke 100 followers this Shoot. morning. For real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were like super, super excited about that. Um, so yeah, thank you for following us and continue to 
check us out on IG and watch the stories and engage us because mm-hmm. we want to hear from you. The show's interesting because it, um, it in some ways it's kind of localized, you know, like Salinas Underground mm-hmm. podcast, but also. Definitely. You would, you know, you want to talk about broader topics as well. Uh, broader topics. What's <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but that that's basically is it, it's on a from a female's perspective, yeah. you know, because it, it's hosted by you two, um, uh, and so yeah. How actually, how would you describe it? Because that's always how people always say, oh, Selena's Underground. What is what's it about? So eight through one comadres. What's it about? So it's basically just. It's like basically talking to your best friend, like over yeah. at, you know, at the table with. Our little tagline is nothing's off the table cuando estás entre comadres. So, yeah. So, so. that's what basically that's what it all means. And to us, it's just like I was thinking about it, which I've told you before. I've always wanted to start something. I just didn't know how or where or what am I going to really talk about? And then like, again, like. I met this beautiful person here. Thank you. And then, uh, <laughs> I'm like, wow, all right, cool. I'll take the compliment. But then you pointed at her. She looked me in the eye. Like, well, yeah, I, I was like, what is she going to do with all of this over like, here? Yes, I said hair flip. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then she pretty much like, let's do this. Let's, you know, and... I, think I, I signed I, myself on, I think. Yeah, right? but like, dude, no, I'm, I'm so kidding. glad you did it, though, because if she wasn't on board with it, then I think in my head I would still be like, I'm going to do it one day. And with her support, it's like, we did you just meet like at a community meeting or something? At a woman's circle. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out our our good friend, Eva. Yes. That's who who connected us originally. At the women's circle. women's circle. Yeah. Yeah. To her, Sarah and Esta uh, Marisu, she yeah. did that. Were well, you in an actual circle? Is that just the name? No, of it's it? a circle. Yeah. It's, little, it's, it's a little. Well, it's a, the, a women's gathering. It's more yeah. collaborative. It's more we, like, it's a square, <laughs> you know. Yeah. If we got so a couple like, more girls, we could do a if, circle. If right? we're being <laughs> honest, it's like an oval, and yeah. then we put an altar in the middle, so it like very much resembles. No, just there's kidding. The, <laughs> well, I was gonna say, there's something in the middle. There actually is. Yeah, we always get more into that. Put up an altar and stuff, but we're ancestors and to show that they're they're supporting us and it's a really good atmosphere for women to go to if you guys want to check it out it's it's a good place to like feel secure and not be judged yeah it's definitely a safe space yeah Um, definitely safe space liberals (laughs) fucking liberals you love it you love it (laughs) what oh never mind i'm not even gonna get into it no no i'm not i'm not allowing you to steal my joy or suck my energy no just kidding (laughs) um no but definitely so yeah so So, we we met through a women's circle through a mm -hmm. mutual friend of ours um eva and um that was the very first time that we she had talked about wanting to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. And I had was just like, dude, I'm totally down to do one, too, if <laughs> yeah. you want to co-host. And she's like, hey, I might be into that. So we ended up meeting and kind of, you know, sitting down and fleshing out the idea. When we were talking about what we want this to be and what we want it to look like and what we were trying to create. Well, um, one of the things that kept on coming up was, you know, um, We want these to be very authentic and honest conversations. So we're just two ordinary Latinas, you know, living our own experience here in Salinas and in in Monterey County or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we have two very distinct and unique perspectives. Mm -hmm. And we both come from uh, different backgrounds. But there's also a lot of similarities to, you know, the way that we were raised and where we were raised and, you know, things of that nature. So we just really wanted to come together and kind of create something where 
we could have a voice and say, hey, this is kind of what we're doing. Like, this is what's happening to us, you know, and and um, and also create a platform for other women as yeah. well um, and other kinda, not like, just other women, but other individuals yeah. in the community, because even though, you know, it's called 831 Comadres and I think our really our ta- target demographic is going to be stay the hell out of here. No, our target demographic is, you know, like you said, very much like this podcast. It's you know, it's um, it's going to be. Women who live in and around Salinas, right? That's really the target demographic. Monterey County, yeah. But that's not to say that we're not going to have male guests. That's not to say that a guy couldn't turn it on and laugh to or enjoy the content of a podcast. So when you talk about, you know, sitting around and having that cafecito with your comadre, you know, you talk about a variety of things, right? And I'm sure guys can relate to that too, right? Guys probably congregate at the barbershop, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. talk Locker about... Room talk, baby. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know how we yeah. roll. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's a different location, but it's the same idea, yeah. right? And nothing's off the table. You know, exactly. At that. And I just want to about- empower people. Be like, hey, if these two ladies did it, then... And then they showed us how to do it or like they're giving me like expiring, inspiring, like information or something like I just want them to feel good. Like, fuck, man. Like, yeah, she said that French. She said that on on her show or Sam said this on that. And and I'm fuck it. I'm going to do this today. Like, I'm going to get up out of bed, not be late to work. And that's day one. Like, okay, girl, we got this. Be late to work. No, (laughs) no. Do not condone earliness in this podcast. (laughs) And right on time. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> we run on Mexican yeah, yeah, time. There you go. We'll go that far. And you know Don't what? Don't be late, but at least be on and, time. And if you have a three-minute window, clock in at 402. <laughs> so do you expect a different guest every episode, or will most episodes be just you two conversing between each other? No, I think uh we definitely want to bring in yeah. a lot of guests. Is you know, if we can have one every episode, that'd, that'd be, be great. great. Yeah. Um, we just filmed the or recorded the pilot episode yesterday which was amazing and it was just Frenchie and I we didn't have a guest on that one but um kind of pretty much just letting us who letting people know who we are as like the audience and be like this is what we're about this is who we are and we, we touched a lot of topics on we that did one. we tried to stay on one topic but hey it was fun went there but you know what it's a learning curve at the end of the yeah. it, it ended as we wanted to though yeah definitely <laughs> Um, but yeah, but to, to answer your question, you know, we definitely want to have guests on as, as if we can have one every episode, that'd be amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you're out there and you want to be a guest, reach out to us, you know, and, and it's going to be definitely, um, a lot of different types of topics, right? So not just, you know, things like sex, relationships, money, stress, um, todo, politics yeah, and then a the lot of what's happening in and around Salinas you know yeah. um a lot of it's going to be um events that happen here you know pop-ups that we go to um you know different things like that like yeah, you know exactly. um music uh we have a, a pretty broad um variety of interest between the two of us yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah we um, do we're two so different but we always like we have that one thing that puts us together. We're the same. So, yeah, I, and that's what I love about our friendship. 
you're the one I who keeps me like you're kind of the one that's like and this and that when you get so mad i'm like yeah i'm all like behind you hyping you up and you're <laughs> i'm like that hype man i'm like yeah Sam, you, I wanna, you know rile up the troops and like yeah. <laughs> well, and then uh, yeah and i like it because like i said we've been doing this for a while and we've interviewed a lot of people from selena's and they're We've interviewed a lot of women that are doing really cool shit, you know, yeah, and definitely. I can only talk to them in a certain way, you know, mm-hmm. and um, so I'm sure, you know, like, again, if, if you were talking, it was all women talking to each other, you can get a different story out there that I, I probably wouldn't even think to think or to ask mm-hmm. a certain way or there's certain interviews like I'm so curious um, like exper- field worker experiences, you know, and especially yeah, for, really for women field workers, how f- it's a it's a very physical, tough job. And it, it just seems such so male dominated. And you're fucking way out there in the middle of nowhere. Like, I don't Getting know, I, early I'm, and yeah. leaving your house when it's still dark outside yeah. and the yeah. dangers of that, you know, yeah. as opposed to being a male and doing that job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I can't see how I could sit a, a female f- field worker in front of me and ask her this and, and have her really open up, you know? So, yeah. I'm, so I'm like, dude, again, that's where the way you guys are structuring the show is that there's all these Selena stories mm-hmm. that aren't being told that, I mean, we've, we've done what we can, but also we can only do so much because yeah. of that, you know, yeah, exactly. It's, it's all dudes that, you know, that created, you know, we had dude co-hosts and all that. So that's, yeah. yeah, so we it is, really want to get into like that nitty gritty stuff too, like that stuff that, like you said, like you as a male wouldn't think to ask about. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, mm-hmm. what is it? Like, you know, asking questions too. Like, what is it like to have this business and also be a mom? How do yeah. you navigate things like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And those are things um, that a lot of people don't think about. Yeah, or uh, ask or anything. Yeah, and um, I'm a mom. I have a, I have one one daughter. Her name is Amelie. She's four. She'll be five soon. And I think about how much my life has changed once I became a mom, and um, how a lot of things. Uh, dynamics shifted in my life and relationships, right? So a lot of the times when I see women out there doing their thing, whether Mm -hmm. it be opening businesses or pursuing degrees or, you know, whatever it is, you know, I I have a lot of friends who are very creative in a lot of different ways. Um, And I see them out there, you know, doing their thing. I always think to myself, like, when I was in my 20s, like, I was like, oh, man, like, of course you admire them. And you're like, yeah, you know, echale ganas or whatever. Right. But now that I'm a mom and their moms, too, I think, dang, like, how hard that is. Like, I'm in that, you know what I mean? Same seat. And I think to myself, like, gosh, how difficult it is to be a mom and um, the type of mom that you want to be and raise your kids a certain way, Mm -hmm. you know, give them the best and all that good stuff and attention and read them books and, you know, all those things they tell us to be doing on First Five. (laughs) Uh, um, First Five California? Yes, yes. Your infomotions are working. Um, and, you know, all those things, yeah, <laughs> it, it takes time. Like, not you know what? Shout out little livros. How about read to them? Um, the, yes, you know, Celia I, Cruz. I got those books from my goddaughter, Cantinflas, and and Selena. You're looking it? at us like you have they're no idea. I, told, I don't have oh, children, and no, I but they're so uh, awesome. They're little books. Um, they're just they're about board books. They're board books, but you know, mm-hmm. I also got them like it's like what um, is a board book. 
they're hard to cover books too. Oh. Yeah. So they're made they for like infants. Books? Is that the word for it? <laughs> yes. So they're made for That's if, not a thing. Here, the mom is just like talk on this one. All right. Let me school up. y'all. Let me school y'all real quick. The mom's gonna take this one over here, right? Ugh. So hey, I know this because I'm a god mommy. Exactly. <laughs> like, I know this. Child mommy. Too. I'm a bonus yeah. child mom. Like, yes, thank so, you. Like, yes. So board books are made for like infant to toddler age, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like harder, made on like harder kind of cardstock. They're small, right? And they're made to be smaller so that small hands can manipulate them is what it is, oh. right? And they're not very wordy. They're not that smart. You know? That age, it's, that's just But they're fact. actually, well, they're, they're not smart in what we would consider yeah. quote unquote smart, but they are yes, very so imaginative. They are yes. very creative. Um, and they're learning so, a lot. Yeah, yeah exactly. the brain sticks to any, right? Like, like at this, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can go on about this forever. But anyway, my point is to say there are board books and mm-hmm. they were created by these two um, females, mm-hmm. Patti Rodriguez and Ariana Stein. And they created a series. So they're called Little Libros and they focus on like Latino kind of subject matters, right? So one oh, of cool. my favorite yeah. one is Selena and they're they're bilingual too. That's and the other even have reason one of La Llorona. Why. Yeah, I, they have one on like yes. Yoro, yes. but they don't make like Yorona well, scary. That's what I was saying. Like Selena, do they talk about the end? No, she won a Grammy and she lived happily ever after. <laughs> don't no. Google it, kids. <laughs> I think it's just something about like you know her legacy still lives on. Yeah, and, you know things like that, and you know people still love There's her. There's gonna be some intuitive toddler like, like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> her but legacy there, lives on. Can we go see her? There, like, <laughs> Oh, no, well, kid. don't they make like a hologram? Like, like isn't yeah. that that's a thing like, now? No maybe. Little little for this one right here. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, but like, yeah. So it's like the the again like La Llorona, yes, Cantinflas, Chamillano um, Zapata. Yes, they do have that. Uh, they have Celia something Cruz else. Is another good one that we own. They have um, Frida también. Yeah, the yeah, Frito one is dope. Yeah. I love all the art. So yeah, shout out to Little Libros, bilingual books. If you have small children, you should totally get, get those. them on the show, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Those should reach out to them. Actually, I reached out to somebody in social media. I don't want to put it I know, out there I'm so yet. Excited. But she is <laughs> I'm a so big excited. influencer in social media. She does a pop up every year. I try and to she's make actually it out down there. to do an interview yeah, with us. So I kind of put that out into the universe. We're mm-hmm. trying to manifest that here. <laughs> um, we're seeing it right now. Yeah, she responded back and said she was down for that so she's going to release dates for her pop-up tour and um she always comes to the bay area for that um so yeah she food or jewelry or what is- um no. no actually she is a uh, fashion designer and illustrator um and that's as much as i'll say about that <laughs> stay, tuned. Give it up. Right, stay tuned stay yeah. tuned but yeah and um so, yeah, so we're trying to manifest some stuff with that. But, it, you know, our show will also cover those things, right? So she w- is going to be coming from out of the area. Again, she does a, a summer pop-up tour. She travels, you know, the United States. Um, she's been to Texas mm-hmm. and, you know, other places like that. Um, but, sh- again, she always comes to the Bay Area. And so, you know, we'll be talking about things like that. Like, hey, when you, you know what I mean? Like, these are the brands that we love and we follow and, um, I think at the end of the day, our podcast is going to be very Latina centric. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things that we is really important to us, I won't let you cut me off, is to really empower um, not just Latinas, but women of color. Yeah. Um, and ownership and, you know, supporting other Latinas and what that looks like. Just you know? raising each other up. Exactly. That's what I want. That's um, what we want. From uh, com- I want just girls to be like, a lot of education, good, yeah. a lot of like 
understand your buying power. And this is how you could use it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as females and as Latinas, we have a huge buying power yeah. you know, in the United States. And I always say this um, every time you spend your dollar, you're casting a vote for what you want the world to look like. So mm -hmm. if you go and spend your dollars with corporations, you're saying, OK, I want the world to be full of more corporations. Right. But if you spend local, if you shop small, if you support, you know, women of color, if you support black and brown owned businesses things like that like mm -hmm. you're casting a vote for those types of businesses to live and exist in this world and I think when we think about it overall right I choose to be very conscientious with the way that I spend my money and to go out of my way to spend my dollars first and foremost with women-owned businesses because we and make you don't go to internet uh, I don't so know. There's a whole list. Like, I don't go to in and out No Bank Energy Drinks. <laughs> no Chick-fil-A. No Wendy's. Yeah. No, no McDonald's. That's, that's no. sacrilege, dude. No, I don't do any of that. But okay. I praise you a lot for doing that, as though. Like, I really do praise her as a person for doing that. I used to go. That's don't powerful. get me wrong, man. I know I know the secret menus, the four by four, the animal, like, all that. Mm, I can get into all of it. But stuff, like, yeah, no, I don't do that anymore. It's funny, but you know what? I... I used to only wear uh, Nike SB shoes. I really love their skating line. Mm -hmm. um, but again, Phil, Phil Knight is also a big, big, big supporter of the president. And I just, yeah, I just couldn't can. do it. I, I couldn't yeah. give them money. Mm -hmm. So now I wear DCs because, yeah, that dude, that's cool. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Deerdick is fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> Rob Deerdick is a cool cat. Um, so, yeah, again. Doesn't I, Diamond I, make shoes, right? You could support Nicky Diamond, too. He makes pretty dope Who's Nicky Diamond? Never mind. We'll get into we'll it. We'll talk about that off the air. What the fuck? Is that? <laughs> that's another cool name. Another cool name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nikki Diamond. I'm going to be wearing fucking chanclas from Tijuana all over no, the no, place no. now. And you should. What's wrong with the chanclas from Tijuana, man? I'm trying to. If I'm anyone's clowning, going to Tijuana, hit me up. I'm trying to get a pair. I need I like a, a size I nine. I have a brand new pair. Yeah. I I, mine broke. Uh, I'm so sad. You wore them out. Hell then. yeah, girl. Yeah. So, um, down the street, isn't there like a boutique or or? It's right next something? to Bearded Bean, I think. Yeah, yeah, they, I have, know. they have them Are outside. They like, they're they're yeah. pretty legit though. Well, I saw them cute. on like GQ. Now they're Are they're they a, a fashion owned statement. Business? <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, I think the, investigate that. It's Man, Selena's probably the girl. I probably. believe so. She is. Yeah. She's really nice. You just walk too. by, and go apes, hey, and if they turn around, like you hear that. <laughs> no, it's a, you know, you kind of you kind of learn to navigate spaces and like, you know, recognize your people because what does Latina look like? Right. Like what shade is Latina? Like, you know, like I, I, I there's a, a brand. Kind of mocha. Of course, you would say you that. Win. <laughs> there's but no like color. Latina like looks a whole bunch of different ways. You know what I'm saying? But yep. like there's there, we have like a little code. We have like a little you know what I mean? It's like red lipstick and hoop earrings. Like, oh, yeah, she's Latina. <laughs> like, that's Mexican. That's, that's like, Latina. That's Mexican. Well, no, no, definitely not. No, what, we what? can get really into that. Yeah. No, because there's a lot of girls from New York, from the Bronx area, stuff like that, that are like Dominican. And that's like a thing out there is like that's big Mexican hoop earrings too. and like it's not there's a <laughs> distinction according to Fox News that's Mexico oh, wow. according to them like <laughs> that's what I follow man I follow their maps like got the Fox News maps they said oh that's Mexico so it makes sense it's way easier you just gotta remember one thing what that they're all Mexico no oh, yeah. wow. you just gotta remember one country yeah it makes it so much easier to do that um, dude, well, anyway, I'm excited for that. I, I love that that you guys are doing that. Um, I've been trying to find 
similar type podcasts. Um, and there's some there's some good Latino based ones out there. And some how of did them, you just say that right now, Oz? Let- Latino based. Oh. There was, I think there was a little bit more of an accent on there, but we can rerun the, the tape later. <laughs> the Tynex. Latinx <laughs> with the next. So I'm we are all inclusive. On there. I'm like, dude, I'm still calling myself Mexican. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, dude, some of them, they go, they're too much of like, oh, we're Latinos, you know, and it mm-hmm. has to be louder and brighter. And they're like, oh, like, we're just regular people too. Like, why do we keep feeding into their goddamn narrative of what? Hey, you say that in like my IG moniker is IG or is it says Latina in it, it's wordless. No, no, no. <laughs> Not just kidding. I'm okay with that, but no, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that, no, Thank that's you for cool validating me. Yeah. Well, you're saying what you are and where you're from. It's a very informative what? name. <laughs> but no, there are some I'm explicitly saying, I guess, that I am also female. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all there for you. It's a yes. It's, it's very like, consumable. Yeah. It's like a quick, it's like a Tinder bio. All in one. No, oh, no. In six, in no, six I am characters. not on that in social media. Or, well, you or, are on, no. yeah, on Insta, through Instagram. It, through what? Instagram. By using that moniker. I don't know why I went with moniker. I was, handle. That, yeah. I, 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 I usually say handle or. Um, I say moniker. Appar- yeah. Apparently. I think I used it first, and then that's why you kind of... I don't know why. You I'm, said moniker? Yeah, I think... Oh, you yeah. want to take the big word from that? This is recording. We'll go back. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm just going back and forth. Like, who's going to win? Who's going to do this? Moniker. She's going to smash your head next time. If you don't already... You got to wear a helmet I'm going to go put my hat on. If you don't already know me personally, I love this type of banter. Like, this is my favorite. You like to talk shit. Yeah. I'm from Michoacán. Nos gusta dar carrillas. Si somos la gente de Michoacán. Like, I even wore the shirt today, guys. Like, (laughs) shout out Kisar Brands. This is how I spend my dollars. Like, you know, this again, Latino owned business. Like, this is how I spend my dollars. On a Chinese shirt, though? You know what? I don't get into the manufacturing of it. All I know is that a person did this, which is Latina. Yes. Who did it, that? This is shout a, them out. Are they local? Gisad, no, they're, uh, I believe they're based out of, I don't want to get that wrong. Maybe LA, but. Um, Sounds Mexican. Gisad <laughs> friend, I bought it online. Um, they had a good, like, that's the way I participated in like Small Business Saturday or whatever. Right? It's, they it's had, funny. Like, a good... I bought a shirt like that, but mine says Chicana as fuck. <laughs> that's yeah, Chicana dope. AF. Yeah, yeah. That's my shirt. I, also in this order, I bought, they have a, um, a sweater that says Viva Mexico Cabrones on the back. That's, like, that's another one that I love. Like, I'm going to rock that with, like, my Mexico hat. That, like, Did you see they did a bas- NBA game in Mexico City? Yeah. And they had, like, a German dude up there, like, do the, like, one of the players. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And, well, he said Viva Mexico way, but it was still, like, it was <laughs> Yeah, everyone laughed. That's tight, though. Shit. At least it was still like, the shit. Yeah, yeah that's too like, tight. Yeah, man. Like, it's like when anyone shouts out Mexico, like, fuck yeah, dude. But I love so that. It's proud. like, Viva Mexico cabrones, Viva Mexico way. Like, I love when they, Why you are we know. so aggressive with everything? Because we're hard. Again, like, Puerto Ricans are just like, yeah, Puerto Rico, we're cool. And we're like, Viva Mexico cabrones. <laughs> you want to know why? Because Puerto 
Americans have citizenship. Like, that's why. <laughs> like, we're just kidding. Yeah, just like, I'm like, what's up, man? No, no. I love that, yeah. though. I love that. Like, You see 10 Mexicans in one room, just say, if you're Mexico, and shit goes crazy. Hell yeah. yeah. I love, I love that. the passion of our people, though. Oh, we are passionate. I love that. We are very passionate people. Yeah. We are. Dude, mm-hmm. Chuck Tequila, listen to Chente, cry passionately. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We Man. do everything there's passionately. Chente, Ramona Yala. There's a couple that really hit hard. Right? Jose Fredo Jimenez, my people yeah. from GTO. Yeah. Got to shout that out. I bet, like, even going back to, even if you're German, you know, if you put on some of that sad, Vicente, they'll they'll be like, fuck. No, yeah, but you know what? Heavy. I actually saw a video, too. Like, this white boy, you never imagined he sang Spanish or whatever. He straight up sang a Chente song. Like, full-blown voice, Vicente Fernandez. And George I'm like, Strait does El Rey. No in really? Manches. Mm-hmm. Like in Spanish, in Spanish or like yeah. a dang. Oh, I gotta listen to that. The crossovers are yeah. like insane now, right? Like didn't Los Tigres and Norte just did like um Daft Punk? Balsam. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm like, for real? <laughs> no. Why? <laughs> <laughs> they did bigger, faster, stronger. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they did bigger, faster, stronger. I they did tell uh, Johnny Cash is um, live from Folsom Prison or live from San Quentin? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and let yeah. me get my maximum security prisons straight here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Juan Billetes, yeah. they called him. Yeah, they did. Like, <laughs> 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 Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> well, those dudes are, I mean, to me, Los Tigres del Norte are American. Because they've been they're in San Jose forever. Americanized. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're home base. No, they kind of talk about a lot of the struggles a little, right? What, what's the word? Yeah. Like, tres veces mojado. And, like, you know, they got kind of. Mm-hmm. What's the other one they have where he's like, Dad, I don't want to go back to Mexico. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Unidos Patrias. Yeah. Dude, La Jaula de Oro. Yes. All that they, shit. They have all yeah. those really good ones. They capture the voice <laughs> of the people. Come on now. Oh, yeah. They were like the rage of, against the machine of, you know, of like yeah. Norteño music. Yeah. And, uh, Seen a lot of homes. <laughs> I um, yeah, dude, they were yeah. They I love like them and yeah, exactly like the political kind of songs that they did. Shout I out Mana, Mana's another one who does no, really like you know super... who does political and they can't even play in Mexico sometimes. And I fucking love this band. I've seen them so many goddamn times. El Tri. I was going to say oh, El Tri. Que viva el rock and roll en español, dude. I'm not yeah, even lying. I love rock and español. I'm all like. <laughs> Oh, that's my first mosh pit, Molotov and El Tri right there. Yes. <laughs> that's a good concert. Hell yeah, too. it was. Molotov and they came and here three? to the um, sports complex when Dang. I saw them oh, with um, Kinky back in the day. Dang. Dude, you know I'm a real, like, <laughs> and then I saw them. Because my family, we went with my family and I pretty much got left alone in the mosh pit. I made new friends. Of course, Frenchie. Of course, you, I would you be been there, there. Right? right? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, got in there. I didn't know her then, but if someone was telling the story, I'd be like, yeah, and Frenchie was in the mosh pit, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so much fun. I remember just talking to her like, yeah, let's go. And I just ran the other way. But it was so much fun. But yeah, three is super political. They talk straight up shit to them, like anything the when it comes to like, the government of Mexico. Yep. And I love that for them. I and love I how they call it out. And I met them when they came here to Salinas and they were at Denny's. Did you I, see that smile? I was so happy. I was like, ah, then I can't feel a ruby. I'm like, aquí estoy, I'm right here. <laughs> but yes, I'm a big groupie. <laughs> I will admit that. <laughs> when I was um in I, I went to school in in LA and um Where specifically? 
Miss Fancy Pants. <laughs> we want to get technical. I um, I one of the privileges <laughs> of being there, and you know what I mean, and living there is that like every band you want to watch, like they have a stop in and around Los Angeles, right? So I really took advantage of that, and like I saw like Mana. I saw it was um, Mana's when, such a great shows. Um, yeah, They're I so saw Los Enanitos awesome. Verdes at the House of Blues. Oh, I still haven't like, seen them. Oh, Los Enanitos Verdes are dope. Viejitos y todos. That's who I want to see. Hey, yeah. And they're coming back into Santa Cruz actually to a, yeah. for a tour for the new album. I saw Hawaiis. I saw That's Mana. Tight. I saw um, a lot of great bands, mm-hmm. man. A lot of really, really good bands. That was it, one of the privileges of Yeah, the LA, that's what's cool. Is mm-hmm. Again, everyone has to. And mm-hmm. especially if you're doing stuff in Spanish, mm-hmm. you're like, Dude, this is the capital. And then I love going into like the hood, hood, like Pico Rivera, like, you know what I mean? And like that's going tight, to like yeah. those little clubs or whatever and, and catching like bandas and. Um, there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Or even like, you know, and that time Ramona Ayala was still doing kind of, you know, circuits and stuff like that mm-hmm. of like those little bars and stuff. So I caught Ramona Ayala a couple times and, you know, kind of those, like those more intimate spaces. Like, of course, like as a female, you don't. I'm drawing a blank right now. Who's the other guy that does like, ay, como se llama? The one that usually comes more to King City and he's like el del norte. Ay, como se llama? They're all del norte. I know. Yeah. And I, I love like, all yeah, when right. people yeah. always like, yeah. like Spanish music. If it has a norte in oh, it, no, I no, like yeah, it. I was los thinking, tigres, yeah. los tij- like, uh, like, tucanes. Yeah. Like. <laughs> or no, los Tijuana, my bad. <laughs> but still, yeah, <laughs> everything's from the there. Classic, yeah. Musica norteña. That's like, yeah, if it's again, norte- yeah. shout out Michoacan. That's what we listen to. <laughs> Dude, out the boardwalk in Tijuana, I mm-hmm. somehow ended up with a Norteño band, like, right in front of me. And it was, like, the greatest time of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I was right. just it's loving amazing. it. My girlfriend at the time was, like, I love live music in general. Yeah, it's so much better live. Like, it's just awesome. Not everybody. I've been to a couple disappointing concerts. No, should I ruin it? Red Hot Chili Peppers was not a good Oh, I think you mentioned that, yes. For me, yeah. yeah. And I really wanted it to be good. Like, I was hyped. You know what I yeah. mean? I was like, yeah. They're like, already mega rich and famous. They're like, yeah, yeah and it just this. wasn't that dope. Aren't um, they the ones that put, like, socks over their penises at one point when they were, like, barely starting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the album cover. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they played um, like that, too. They played like that, and, yeah. Yeah, and there was a couple things that I got to do um, that I didn't, like, I didn't pay for, but mm-hmm. I was like, oh, free, free? ticket. Hell yeah, you're going to go. And yeah. I'm like, Psh, this is why I don't pay for this particular person. Like, people who lip sync and like who stuff like that. Like, I'm trying to think it? of something. Re- I don't even want to throw anybody. In. Not that anyone cares about my opinion, right? But like, I'm trying to think of someone real specific who did it. Um, no one's kind of coming to mind right no, now. Man, but, no. <laughs> yeah. But I've always been very selective about how I spend my dollars, too. So... Yeah, I don't like really. I don't give my money to Britney Spears. <laughs> you know what, what I mean? Like How I wasn't like you. that was not my thing. You know what I'm saying? How dare you? She is, she is a fine act or talented person. You couldn't even get I know, it. I'm like, just stop. I'm just I'm gonna go with actors. Well, no, I couldn't always, even get it off your lips. There, she's too hot. I was, I was jumbled. <laughs> oh, she, never That's, mind. I'm not gonna say. It. When I was a kid, <laughs> I was like, dude. When I was I a kid, I was like 12 years old. You know, and she yeah. came out with, "Oops, I did it again." Come on. Come on, I've been like, smitten since then. I've been smitten. <laughs> Why are you looking at him trying to show off? You're trying to tell me I'm showing off smitten. Smitten? <laughs> what else would you say? I've got the hot since then? But smitten is not that. What else? It's, what it's, would you say? It's a little bit fancy. I don't know. So I read, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't apologize for that. I do that. not. I. Sh- 
Everyone asks me, what's your type? I'm like, smart. That's my type. Um, do never apologize for reading. Um, I, I try. I don't read as much as I used to, but I try my What if hardest. I read like Mein Kampf or something? Well, anything that, I've, you know what? Actually, I shouldn't say anything. What's my next book? Like, I'm trying to find what. I don't know. I just feel like I told you, I just finished post office. I want to get into something else. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. I can make some Which recommendations. <laughs> yeah. Everything I, that I recommend is going to be probably. I'm actually reading like one a, right now. The one, um, the four agreement ones. Yeah. I'm reading that one right now. And so far it's, it's pretty good. A lot of people have told me like, oh, read this one, read that one. But this one, like I had like five people tell me like, dude, you're going to love it. And so far um, it's not disappointing. The four agreements. Yeah. What's it yeah. about? Four people agreeing on stuff. No, it's just like, basically it's like the four, um, like life, how everything goes and how everything's being in perspective ways. A That's, practical guide to personal freedom. It's like a spiritual <laughs> book too. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah it's I like see. a spiritual, but it's, it's really, it's a good book. I like, yeah. yeah. Don Miguel Ruiz with Janet Mills. Gotta get the money. Gotta get the money somehow. Gotta get that advanced check get somehow, the money. man. You want to talk about how that translates into modern times, like that whole thing <laughs> with American dirt happening and this chick who have you heard about that? I have, no, you're just saying words right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, how what? else would I communicate with you? Smoke signals? <laughs> you're so well, but just randomly put together. That okay. don't make sense to me. So there's currently this book that's out. In the, I can never remember her first name, but her last name is Cummings, I believe. Yes. And the, the name of the book. <laughs> I'm not, I can't Google that. Okay. <laughs> the name of the book is called American Dirt. And oh. she is. Um, she's getting a lot of like. Basically, yeah. she's a white. I'll get my opinion here. She's a white woman who wrote a book about um, the Latino experience. And it's a book of fiction. Mm-hmm. And I haven't read the book, but from all the different reviews that I've oh. read about the book is that she tells a fictional tale about this woman who's living in Mexico and has to flee with her son um, and migrate to the United States. Right. Um, and so she's catching a lot of flack and a lot Damn, of people and that's are what she upset. called it, American dirt like that. Um, yeah. Um, oh, and fuck. She, it's like, it, you know, she, it's like the cartels. She deals with the cartels and like, you know what I mean? Okay, like all these different narco types of things, episode right? type of shit or what? Type, yeah. Anyway. And she, she talks, uh, um, so anyway, it's a work of fiction. Um, she got a seven figure advance. That's what's up. Um, no, it's not what's up. <laughs> Because money. <laughs> no, it's not. But why does she get the money? Why does like a whitewashed woman get this money when there are actual Latinx people out there who have lived that experience, who have actual books out right now mm-hmm. that talk about that experience and they have a lived experience. It doesn't need to be a fictionalized account when there are actually people living that experience. And not just that, like, why is she taking up space in a lane that is not hers. Like, the, she was quoted in, in an article in 2005 as saying, like, I'm a white, I'm white. Like, I don't write about race. And so she identified herself as being white. And now she's trying to, like, push this propaganda that she's Latino, Latina or Latinx because she has a Puerto Rican grandmother or great-grandmother or something like that. So her whole Latinidad like, hinges on the one. All of a exactly. sudden, right? Yeah. All of a sudden. And so in 2015, when she was quoted in this article, she identifies herself as being white. But now all of a sudden she writes this and she says, oh, well, I have a 
but I think I believe it is Puerto Rican grandmother or great grandmother or whatever it is. All of a sudden, she just um, like she just and it just like out. bothers me, right? Because there are women who have actually lived this experience. Who you don't need to make up a story. The real one is good enough. Mm-hmm. Like, and not just that, but marginalized women, right? Um, that are not being paid their just due because women make fifty two cents on the dollar to men. And once you break that down, it's white women make 52 cents on the dollar. Like as you get browner, it gets, you know, that number gets smaller. And actually Latinx women are one of the most, the least or most underpaid, you know, groups, right? Mm -hmm. So not only are we suppressed in that way, but then here comes a white woman telling our, you know, experience or whatever. Right. And she's getting paid a seven figure salary where we're like even just and I say we I don't know why. <laughs> um, but, you know, there are women out there who actually have done the work, lived that experience, survived that experience, have a story to tell, have put it into a book. And they're just fighting to get their manuscript in the right hands. And they're fighting to, you know, break barriers and to open doors for themselves. And they get smaller advances on smaller, you know, presses and things like that. Um, and not the money that they are justly due, right? But again, here comes this white woman <clears throat> taking up space that doesn't belong to her. And it just like really, really bothers me because a lot of the reading that I do mm-hmm. is I, I love to support those things and those women and them taking up space in that way. I was very, very fortunate um, about a year ago to meet Reina Grande. She's um, a very accomplished writer. And she, um, at that time, um, she had just written, was it The Distance Between Us or A Place Called Home? But it's like her memoir. It was um, her memoir. I read both of them. That's why I kind of get them a little bit confused. No, I love But this is what our preview of our podcast is going to be about. It's going to be yeah, from. Sam's showing off that she reads. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but no, but this is like part Never of Never apologize or do not be afraid to read. Everybody out there, do not. Yeah, she went to UC Santa Cruz and she came here undocumented. Um, what? Get her. <laughs> oh my God. Right? Um, I met her. Space. Yeah, no, I actually met her. Um, I got her to sign my book and these are like my treasures, right? I'm going to, this is the the tangible things I'm going to leave behind to my daughter. Like, um, um, but yeah, she's super down to earth. And I, <laughs> that's good. You're in your deathbed and you're like, oh, daughter, I know you've waited this whole time. These are my Actually, if you think about it, like what else do we have to give, you know, our children, but like our knowledge. Right. And that's part of yeah. my knowledge that I have. And I feel like books are very, very important. Mm-hmm. And even if you books. think about the way that we pass down information, um, ancestrally is like a, through a lot of spoken word because our books were burned. Like yeah. we used to create books and then a lot of those were burnt and destroyed and lost. So we, you know, re- we reimagined it and, and that's you know, actually like we started doing my, songs um, and that's actually my resolutions this year to read more. Yeah. I used to read a lot and then somehow I got lazy. Obviously, we all go through like, you know, life happens. We're too busy to read. Mm-hmm. We're too busy to do things. And I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm going to make time and read. And I'm on my second book this month. So I'm like, yes, I'm all, yes. I'm almost there. <laughs> what Get do you it, think girl. of people uh, consuming the books through audiobooks? Is that the Any same thing? Any way you, you. Yeah. I, 
Any way you can get it, get it. Me personally, I love having that book. I love turning the page. I love looking. Go ahead. Roll your eyes. There's no video attached to this. Like he is rolling his eyes super no, hard. Totally, me. totally, yes, totally yes. made Reggie, up. back me up here, girl. Totally I did see that. I, read that. I did see that. <laughs> um, so this is what sisterhood looks like. Yes. You can't break our bond. But no, I, I feel you because I think for if I listen to an audio or like on audio, or whatever, it doesn't click to me. Like, I don't know why I have to read it. I know I sound like a little kid right now, but I have to read it out loud for it to go through my head. Like, and then if. Oh, I see. Yeah. Like, I, I have to actually mean. like put the story. Yeah. And if I listen to like, like, you know, on headphones or anything like that, I'm going to be thinking like, fuck, did I take the chicken out? Did I like, you know, did I <laughs> yeah. put this to dry? Like, I won't be listening. Yeah. Because I have your, your um, eyes can wander. Exactly. And they're not focused on the book. Yeah. You know, that's when... just me. So I have to read it out loud. <laughs> my husband's like, or in, the room? do you read out loud? Or do you I read do. In your no, head? I read. It, I read it out loud oh and it actually sticks in my head and I'm like jail. shut up <laughs> <So rude. laughs> why does anyone like you <laughs> I, don't but, I don't know <laughs> I'm super I always say that to people no, but I don't know why that's, anyone likes that's just me. me but I mean everyone has their own way of you know mm-hmm. yeah but yeah, any way you can get the information I really encourage you to read more and to consume more information whether it be books and magazines podcasts you know anything things that interests you that open your mind my dad used to tell me all the time when i was you know younger it's like um a mind is like a parachute it's only working if it's open (laughs) so yeah be open to consuming more information and broadening your horizons and do you go to bookstores and look around? Or? Yep. Uh, some of my favorite things to do when I travel is to find bookstores. When like you travel, dude, this girl was just showing off her I life know. over here. I've only oh been to Mexico. She's been to France. You get when we say traveling, we mean we went to San Jose. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, Mexico. I, 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 I studied All in right. Spain for a couple of months, you know. What? No biggie. Shut up. No, no, no. That is one thing I do not condone. I did not say that. <laughs> oh. Wow, um, a whole other podcast, but I do not condone organized Sam religion. Needs to <laughs> no, um, no, I've been super, super fortunate in my life, and like when, when I, it's not lost upon me that like not everyone gets the same privilege and opportunities that I have, and I think that, um, in a lot of ways, I have worked very hard to put myself in these spaces, um, but I also understand that I come from an immense amount of privilege. Um, and yeah, yeah when, is high, man. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I, I went the there too. Side, like, oh, what? Damn. Yeah, I went to the, what's wrong with Selena's high? Yeah. Hey. We got, we got privilege over here. Uh, we got privilege. You know what? How privileged was I? Shout out Shared with Sharks. That's the elementary school I went to. Straight East Side, Wood Street. Fremont. And then, yeah, that's, a, that's rough. And then I went to, and then <laughs> I went to, Helen Chola's with there. Elsa Sal Middle School. That was the other middle yeah. school that I went to. I think I have Land View. That's why I speak so well. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think it was actually in. I, I'm I'm really happy. Both my um older sister and my younger brother went to Washington, and I'm like, oh yeah, I went to the hood. Like for those two years, we lived there, right? <laughs> Deeper in the east side, I guess. Not just you yeah. got bust to school, losers. <laughs> <laughs> I walked there. Um, <laughs> you know what? Shout out my mom. I like when I was really really little. I remember walking to school for a little bit, but like. My mom used to like drive me to school, even though we live like three blocks away mm-hmm. and stuff. And she was like, no, something might happen. Well, she like, hated you know the environment. Um, no, she didn't hate it, actually. She would point <laughs> out a lot of the really beautiful things that were around us. And like, you know, when when 
the East Side was definitely, I was born in the 80s, raised in the 90s, like the 90s raised me. But um, and, and it was definitely a very violent time um, in, in our history. But my mom was very, very good at pointing out a lot of the beautiful things that were happening. Like we used to go to like El Grito every year when they shut down Alisal. Oh, you know what I mean? That's still fun like to go to. Roam around, you know what I mean? And eat churros and watch the you know, folkloric dancers and people would perform chente songs and like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and we would enjoy all of that stuff. And she would take us to like Cesar Chavez library. Mm-hmm. They had like a story time and stuff like that. My mom did a really good job of using the very limited resources she had as a single mom with three kids. Um, Dude, so, Cesar Chavez library is the shit. Yeah. That place, though, yeah, that right? place I haven't been there in so long, but I remember hub. going there. Yeah. That mm-hmm. place. Yeah, man. I, I spent so much time there as a kid. Uh, yeah, that, that it was. Yeah, shout out to that place, and it's still there and it's growing. Now they yeah. have like a little soccer pitch outside. And all yeah, yeah shit. it is. Cool. It's cool. I love that they're using that space in a very effective way for the community. Like exactly, shout out to Rasa, man. With very limited resources, we make it happen. Like <laughs> yes, we do. Um, like yeah, you know, another place I spent a lot of time at was the Boys and Girls Club because I went to. Sherwood Elementary School and the Boys and Girls Club was like first they started out in like the cafeteria and then we like moved on up to like the the portables that they had like out in the back on like the Hebron entrance you know Mm -hmm, what I mean on the back part of Sherwood if y'all went there you know exactly what I'm talking about and now it's like by behind I always say the rodeo, but it's like the sports, the sports complex conference. now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, to me, that's always a rodeo. <laughs> when I was on a soccer team when I was younger and lived on the east side, we used to practice there where the boys and girls club was. Yeah, and it wasn't even grass; it was just <laughs> flat dirt. And yeah. they're like, Shoot. "We yeah, can come Selena's, here for free." Has Salinas has come up? Huh? Remember when like, there used to be a golf course right there? Oh no, yeah, I don't. yeah, I yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. right. That? Yes, it was a golf course. I remember always the hats. That that was like yeah. a thing. They're still there, right? The yeah. huts? Yeah. yeah. I thought the they took them off there. or something. They, or they redid them. They redid them? Exactly. Oh. And then the ones yeah. in the front aren't there anymore. Yeah, those one ones fell yeah. and someone passed. RIP to that. Well, dude, that dead. freaking, those hats are made by like a pretty famous artist. And uh, I think, I don't know who it was. Somebody came around and showed him the pictures and he was so fucking upset of how it was. Yeah, the, like the, like the city spent like a million dollars in the eighties for him to, commissioning him mm-hmm. to do that, and he was like, "What'd you do? Like you ruined it. <laughs> you ruined my work." And yeah, so they were able. This actually got the the library, the lady that runs the libraries, fired because wow. she was like, "Dude, she because she's someone all, had to lose their job." Yeah, yeah, well, she believed in the arts, and she's like, "Fuck it, I believe in the arts. I believe we have to refurbish that." Uh, put up the money, told the city, put up the money. I she had some fundraising background, mm-hmm. so she's like, I'll I'll do it. I'll fundraise the cash. Mm-hmm. She was not able to 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 fundraise <laughs> the cash after, but I mean, they got a sign out there to say, hey, look, they're there. I mean, it's a pretty yeah. Nice. Salinas does not have public art, you know that, and that's a pretty like good that. one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then they used that later on. I mean, obviously, it was literally politics. But they use that against cool. her to be like, look, dude, you cost the city hella money. And I'm just like, fuck, did. it's art, dude. It's art. She took it. And that's where I loved it is like she took a risk. She uh-huh. took a chance. Nobody on the city council or anything takes any risks. You know, I keep mentioning that, like, they spend all this money on police or, or whatever. And I'm not just singling out police, but it's just 
No, they're but just I'm the kidding. biggest hit. They're yeah. like literally thirty three percent. We of the just budget. had this conversation yeah. yesterday. Yeah, exactly. I yes. do some some work with a grassroots organization called VPT, who was also yeah, on this podcast. That's the way that ago. I met you. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, huge portion of the budget is like not only is it like to the pensions of like city workers and stuff like that, and like you know the way Fucking that that's Dan Ortega, who yeah. uh, no, he was not very good. He was not very good. He had his I'm job for a while. <laughs> Yeah, and again, and it's not a, it's not a personal attack, you know. No. This is one of those that I'm sure if you were to sit down and have coffee with them, you could probably carry on a, a decent conversation. Yeah, but if you, you want to still be to. critical, yeah, yeah. but it, but it's okay to be critical. Always exactly. be critical of everything, yeah, especially definitely. fucking officials. Yeah, this is our tax money, you know. Mm-hmm. It's completely fair they to are be critical. Service, yeah, that, it's completely <laughs> fair to be critical of them. But the dude retired like. Eight years ago or something, and he's making like three hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, it's like crazy. And, and don't get me wrong, and he us, served the, the city and all that, but like, something. Yeah, yeah, imagine incur uh, that burden. So, like, yeah, so that's a huge part of the 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 overall budget. And then again, policing, yeah, and that's where again, it, I would love for a council member to come out and be like, you know what, we're gonna take one million dollars from the police budget or wherever. We'll fucking figure it out. But we're going to take one million dollars and we're going to do like a shark tank type competition. We're going to and we're going to invite, you know, that'll never I completely agree because <laughs> more than likely it will fail and it will not make that million dollars back. And look, what well, will maybe happen. we should. Let, OK, so let's be realistic. A hundred thousand. But go ahead with your idea. Yeah. Well, again, <laughs> but as a constituent, again, I would love my council member to take that risk, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, instead of. A risking a five percent raise on the police because oh it's gonna get safer. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Let's take a million dollars out of the budget and and try to don't even. Try to I want to get into that. Let's I'm just not uh, spread that's a propaganda. Whole... Spending more money on police officers and having more police on the street. Research has shown does not ne- does not translate no. into lower crime rate. Goddamn lower it's crime like, rate. Seriously, man, like that um, shit. Aired. There's yeah, been no, a lot of different you know different studies done and 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 things like that, and it just it it doesn't correlate mm-hmm. to more policing does not correlate to less crime. No, that's what I'm trying exactly. to say. I, I saw yeah, a graph the city put out, and it was showing crime rates throughout the city, and it kind of peaked in the late '90s and just kept going down and down and down. And I thought it was funny because I was like, I remember like around 2008 during the recession, they were like, oh, we're like at our lowest staffing levels ever. It's critical and all that. And then the crime's still going down. And just like, do you guys realize you're like kind of fucking yourselves over by putting out this information? You know, it's pretty obvious that the police officer levels really don't have as big an effect. Not saying Mm -hmm. it doesn't have any effect. Yeah. But uh, and not to say that the police department shouldn't be staffed, but um, we don't need more like uniformed officers, you know, patrolling the street. In my opinion, we can have more community officers that Mm -hmm. do things like take reports and, you know, complaints and like things of that nature. Because a lot of the stuff that is done there, too, is like fuck the cops like they did you know homeless people they threw my shit out or you know what i mean things like that right and it's like that whole you know taking a report getting a badge that whole deal or whatever right so Mm -hmm. or just servicing the community right so like um do our our cops trained in like emt type you know responses can they go out and do like a mental health services type check or you know what i mean things like that they don't need to be uniform officers with batons like walking down the street of like alisal or hebron or you know william yeah. road or whatever right like or more cop presence in those neighborhoods or any neighborhood in general does not 
research showed does not lead to less crime. Yeah. Other things lead to less crime. Like more open green spaces has been shown and proven in research that the more open green and recreational senior youth centers mm-hmm. available to the community, that totally translates into that. lower um, crime rates. And that's totally. why I would love, again, again city leaders that would take that, you know, because yeah. on it, like what you're saying, I, I, we all agree, mm-hmm. but a lot of people would kind of think, oh, that's radical, you know, that's yeah. weird, that's again liberal stuff, and and <laughs> I don't care, a liberal, conservative, whatever the hell, you know, like yourself, whatever. What, well, what would help the most amount of people or the people in in this area, and, and again, that's why I would love for a council member to come out and say that, like, you know what, I agree that we do need a, a staffed police force, but also. Things, you know, there's this research that shows that, you know, in the future, we don't we shouldn't have to spend this much money if we start enacting plans. Like yeah. This and right investing now. in other things, programs and services to help um, the overall community to flourish. Right. What I'm trying to think of the right verbiage. Here, but yeah. But I, I honestly like, think if a, if a, the way the city is currently built, if a council member were to do that, they would get voted out of, you know, office next, you know, the next person say, we need more cops. We need more cops mm-hmm. um, because we still got that in, built in, you know, as as people from Salinas. But me personally, I would admire that, yeah. you know, I would admire that it's, you're going to fail, you know, you're, to change the culture really of this city of, uh, you know, the how it's run. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a lot of failure, yeah. you know, but it, and it's going no, to take a lot of ballsy people. Take a lot of failure. I think it has to take like efficient and effective investments, right? We need to effectively manage our budget. We need to invest in um, things. We need to invest in our community and in services that are actually going to be a benefit to a to the community, right? Like, but, but I think when it when you're first getting it going, you're not going to see immediate success. Exactly. I guess is what yeah. I'm saying. It's not going to be. It's going to be like this. And like getting like a the funding and stuff like that. But once the things are actually there and yeah. the green space is there, like it does translate. Yeah, that yeah. is an immediate yeah. translation. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I hear what you're saying. So and yeah, so for uh, clarification. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like some people at the beginning are going to be you know thrown under the bus, and um, yeah. we well, can't spend that money. I, yeah, because. Yeah. Like a city city official that I greatly admire, uh, it's Harvey Milk from San Francisco. Yes, oh, and, I love yeah. you know, and it's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's he's a, a gay icon as well, but it, he was a political powerhouse. Yeah, in, in San Francisco, he was. Yeah, and uh, and there's another guy who wasn't really like the nicest of persons. You know, like if he got into your crosshairs, like he's taking you out. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and well, I guess that's a fucked up way to <laughs> to put it but um uh but yeah i i greatly admire him again I'm, I'm i'm not gay i don't the gay thing cool whatever be gay but what i admire is how he changed the culture of san francisco yep. you know he he was you know that there was a the gay community was split mm-hmm. in san francisco and because of that they had no political power and they were getting fucked over that they didn't fucking mean that shit to gave me it was weird yeah. like they just trying to love people they, they, they were like yeah. that crazy marginalized shit. group right yeah. of the time right there's always been some group that's been more marginalized than the other ones yeah. like let's just be honest with it and like that was kind of that marginalized group at that time and the way that he organized and kind of the the philosophy that he had behind that i think is like really really important to like 
You know what I mean? Yeah. To like study and know and understand. And like he again, like he the the gay community was very split and he was, was yeah. able to like unite them and, and have them understand that like as one community, we're able to push forward our agenda. You yeah. know what I mean? But separately, that's not gonna happen. Exactly. Right. And that's something that, you know, is important for our community to know right now, right? Like yeah. um, I just recently attended on Saturday, I was at a the strategic planning sessions meeting for the Salinas City Council, right? And they had it at Sherwood Hall. It was all S's? I went to the meeting. Yeah. So anyhow, one of the... You made me lose my train of thought. Where was I going with this? You went to a meeting, y luego? Harvey Milk was there. Shut up. Or how we did interview What was I... Never mind, move on. About joining Gosh. together as one community. Oh, we yeah, yeah, yeah. And like what, one of the things that they presented at that meeting was like the re- the realities of Salinas, right? And one of the very first things of that was like 77% of the community here in Salinas identifies as Hispanic or Latino. 77%. So more than three quarters of everybody you come in contact with in Salinas, like mm-hmm. identifies as Hispanic or Latino, right? I identify so. as Canadian. First of all, I just want everybody to know, just <laughs> but, please respect my wishes. <laughs> but like, think about that. Like if we, you know, we're, we're a force to be reckoned with. Right. And yeah. like, if we were to come together as a community and push our agenda forward of the things that are benefit our community, then, you know, it, that's something Harnessing your power, right, is is a really powerful thing. Not to be repetitive, but yeah. like you know, there there is um, there's power in numbers and all of the great leaders and organizers of the past. That was a lot of you know their work and their mission was like let's organize the people and then push our agenda forward. Yeah. So I mean, well, seventy seven percent. I mean that that'd be like so you, you have ten people and. Eight of the ten people all think one way, but the two people are the ones that are telling everybody how to do shit. You know, and it's it like kind of, that makes no yeah, sense. You know, like, like that, right? why would it be that way? You know, what about the eight other people? Like, I'm sure they have an opinion. Um, but yeah, man. If you're looking to get involved, shout out VPT. Follow us on IG. Shoot us an <laughs> email. Uh, we'll get. Yeah, we meet on the second Tuesday of every month, and the last uh, Sunday actually came from that meeting over here with you guys. So. Yeah, and then also eight three one underscore comadres, right? Yeah, to, to keep updated on the podcast. Please, that thing's please. that thing's going, and it's gonna be fun. Yeah, and we're gonna have conversations um, like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not with without me. Sans, yeah. sans Oz. Yeah, <laughs> without my spiciness that I bring to it, there'll be a lot. Once when when we surpass you on followers on Instagram, do you want to come on and be our guest? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. No, I, I really hope you do. Yeah. Uh, no. You know what? That's a Mamba mentality coming out of uh, me. RIP Kobe. Man, RIP Kobe, <laughs> his Gigi. little girl. That's man, sad news coming out today. Yeah, right? way to way to end my show on a happy note, bro. I'm sorry. I grew up playing basketball. Yeah, we I grew up playing basketball and I lo- I just loved watching basketball again. I was born in the 80s. The 90s raised me. That was, you know, Kobe was like a whole era. Yeah, like no, what with, he did and coming out of high mm-hmm. school and you know what I mean? Speaking and, Italian. Yeah, it's that's crazy. Just so cool. He does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. It's fucking cool to see him speak Italian. Mm-hmm. No, it's funny with me with Kobe. I He got me into basketball at age eight he was number eight and my birthday's on the eighth 
that's the way yeah. I've always like triple eights with me, you know. So yeah. I was, you're into that. I was numerology. Um, girl, that's what you hear. You don't hear my spiritual side. Yeah. This is political. This is Sam's part today. <laughs> that's her. That's her ways. But with me, you'll hear more of the brujita status. Yeah, that's I'm more into of that, my books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Anti-topic. just. But yeah, that's Super that's sad, something. But. But yeah, other than that, I I hope like our podcast, which it will, I'm manifesting my podcast, our podcast, it's going to be like, it's going to be out there and it's going to be real. It's going to be raw. Yeah, we cuss. Sorry. <laughs> nah. We cuss. Don't be sorry. <laughs> you're right. Don't no, be don't sorry. <laughs> you're right. No, you're right. no, none of that. I no. like how I'm like, don't be sorry about reading books. Yeah, like, like you're cussing. Like, like, no, don't, don't be, be sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, no. Take I just, up space, ladies. This is, this is real. This is us. This is who we are. And if people don't like it, pues sorry we're not gonna sorry, be not everybody's sorry. cup of tea but like i tell my daughter that's okay not everybody has good taste Amen. <laughs> snap snap yeah. yeah we'll catch y'all next week thank you for being on the show and this is this was fun <laughs> thank you gracias